No, no, I think Breakthrough TV gives bad, bad, bad broadcasting a good name. You're listening to Con Air Radio. Stop whining. It's about to begin. <laughs> All right, it's time for another episode of Con Air Radio. Of course, we are your hosts. We got our tab. Yes. But I do want to tell something before we get too carried away. Artab is who I am, but I'm changing my name. You're changing your name. I'm changing my name. I'm officially going to be Smash Tower, formerly known as Artab. <laughs> Smash Tower is where I'm going because of the gaming monocle. And a lot of the gamers that I know and stuff know me as Smash Tower. Uh, and because I'm going to try to tie uh, my Twitch into Con Air Radio. Um, because my backdrop on my Twitch is now Con Airy. Okay. <laughs> a big banner. So, yeah, I'm Smash Tower. <laughs> okay. And, uh, of course, I am, well, if we're going, if, if we're going by yes, our made-up names. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, a little, little tie into uh, Avengers there. Yeah. Uh, I am Hagrid Hagrid, also known as Jared. <laughs> uh, well, kind of an inter- interesting way to start off this one. Yeah, I know. I had to throw that out there. <laughs> uh, so it's uh, it's been a little bit since we uh, went to Phoenix Comic Con. Yeah, I'm depressed. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been been what a month now, almost. God, a month? yes, it is. <laughs> Jeez, uh, but uh, we didn't get an opportunity to actually talk about uh, Comic Fest at Comic Fest. We didn't talk about diddly at yeah. Comic Fest. I am so depressed over that part too. Yeah. By the way, that's not going to happen again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next year, we're going to have the stuff set up, and we're going to podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, initial thoughts and uh, overall view on how everything was run this year. I loved it, to be honest. Um, I spent a lot of time with uh, guests. Mm-hmm. Um, the cosplayers, um, some celebrities, and, and I heard them talking and such. And uh, they, w- they were saying how well they were treated, how often they were checked up on. Um, this was the first year that I think that we, as Con Air, have kind of legitimized ourselves with them. Mm-hmm. Um, we got our uh, auto invite to uh to be for media we didn't even really have to apply this year it was phenomenal um i got invited to a big boy press Mm sit-in for some of the guest panels i mean seriously i'm you know a little bit farther from you i was sitting with against uh sean gunn uh manu bennett uh uh, Adeline Kane. Oh, oh my God, she's gorgeous. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, and it was phenomenal to be invited into a room where um, there are a few other podcasters there, but you know there were more bigger groups, mm-hmm. bigger organizations. And then after the the fire alarm incidents on Saturday, I was invited to go down for the press release where there was virtually no podcasters and it was Channel 3, Channel 12. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, okay. Well, I, I, I don't know too many podcasters who were willing to be up that early. And that is true. true. Uh, yeah, from what I heard, a lot of people went out after the uh, the fire alarm incident and uh, pretty much partied all night. Yeah, I missed that. I, I hung around with Denise, um, Gary from Kids Need to Read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we hung out for quite a while, just standing outside talking. Yes. We'll we'll get a little bit more into uh, into how that that 
influ- the, the fire alarm influenced that. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, for me, I mean, honestly, the the con this year was run very smoothly. Mm-hmm. Um, security, all the all the upgrades that they had to the to the security, to the entrance, to all that. Also, the uh, the wristbands rather than the lanyards. Right. A one top. Honestly, I did not spend more than five minutes in a line the entire weekend. I do miss the lanyards though. I, the, the the lanyards are a good are a nice novelty. Uh, it's something that they should probably think about, like selling at their uh, at their con shop. I, I don't even think like, selling would be quite. I just really, I mean, I don't know how much they pay for them, but I, to be honest, um, the I have a nice lanyard collection, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I enjoy them. And I've actually been debating about how to incorporate them somewhere in my house. Yeah, uh, I've even been, been debating about taking them out of the the plastic key cases. Um, and either uh, stapling them together or taping them together to where I just create a wall of <laughs> lanyards. And seriously, in the two years that we've been doing this, I've got a lot of lanyards yeah. now. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I can. I mean, personally, I do like the lanyards too, but I do feel that for wh- where they were going with the whole security thing this year, mm-hmm. um, the lanyards were very uh, were a little bit more difficult to incorporate. Because yeah, the lanyards could, could could have been passed from one person to the next. I suppose that is true. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, the, the wristbands, they're on your wrist. A lot of people were putting them on a little too early, like, right when they got them. <laughs> when uh, I two, heard, yes. Two weeks before con. Um, I'm, I'm ribbing on a friend right now who did that. Oh, no. Uh, yes, I know. You listen. <laughs> but um, for for that, yeah, I, 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 I love the security that came with, the lanyard or that came with the wristbands, um, the three entry points were great. Yeah. Uh, like I said, we didn't spend more than five minutes in a line the entire I, weekend. I, I didn't see a line until really Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> when everybody got the free passes to come back from Saturday night. Yeah. Um, so. And it, it, everything ran smoothly. A lot, a lot smoother than people were anticipating. Honestly. Um, I mean, and, and as I said, as for the lanyards, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a great novelty. It would be a nice thing to have. I mean, maybe if they had like a package, like you'll get a lanyard as well with, with this, I mean, that, that'd be nice. I suppose the sale thing could have been correct too. I mean, if you really like that novelty, I suppose, you know, paying a couple of bucks to get one of the the lanyards would be all right. And you, and you know, there could be like a special deal, you know, where if you buy an entire week, you get an exclusive lanyard that's made only for people who buy the whole week pass. Right. Well, most of the time they are max. Oh, they are max. It says full, you know, full event. Um, But I, yeah, I do miss wearing it. um, But at the same time, Anybody that came in, mm-hmm. you can't tell who they are. Exactly. Uh, you can't tell you if they're media, if they're a guest or an exhibitor. They, you can't tell any of that mm-hmm. because it, the wristband doesn't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if, I you mean look, if you look hard enough, there was a sticker, but that's about oh, <laughs> at yeah. least for media. Um, but I, I, as, as a cosplayer, I, I did like the wristband a little bit more because... It didn't get in the way of photos. I suppose that's true. So, I mean, as long as you remember to put it on under any gloves or full body outfits, <laughs> ribbing on somebody else that I know, uh, they they went as Deadpool with a full uh, full body suit, right? And they put it on over their costume, and 
<laughs> made it when, difficult, I guess. When, when, when he went at the end of the day to take off his outfit, he realized, oh. I can't get out of this. I, I can't get out of this thing now. <laughs> he actually ended up having to, uh, to cut the, uh, the, the, the costume. Oh. Yeah. Either way, that's still. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, it, it, it was still good. Um, honestly, and, and just the overall feel this year. Mm-hmm. It was a lot more laid back. Like there, there wasn't a lot of tension this year. I I did find one downside, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure you acknowledge this too, is um, because of the security breaches uh, that have been happening occasionally, and because of last year's, they had to make changes. Um, I really enjoy staying at the Hyatt because the Hyatt was a focal point of the con. Yeah. Um. Seriously, the entire weekend that we were there, you could go out into the hall and hear a cricket. On no mm. matter what floor it was on, you'd be able to hear a cricket. Yeah. I, dis- I, I was a little depressed over that. You know, I'm used to the Hyatt being quite active, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, it, there's just no way around it. You can't do it unless you have two sets of security. Yeah. And, but, uh, and I mean, I, I, I do agree with you on that point. It was, uh, it was a little dead at the, at the hotel. I mean, uh, but I would say it's ho- the same way at all the hotels yeah. that were partnered. Yeah. But I mean, so. networks was still hopping. The, the Relatively. At, at, at sometimes during yeah, the day. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, I'm not used to walking in and sitting right down at a table. Yeah. Um, more or less going in and walking down, going, I have a choice of tables. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and, and that's no pun and no pick at the Hyatt. Um, yeah, no, they, they they're were still great. one of my they're still my favorite place to stay. Um, but once again, as I mentioned it over that weekend, we're never ever doing the regular room again. <laughs> yeah, let's let, let's make sure we, we put away for the uh, put away for a balcony room. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Again. That was just <laughs> way too tight. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, honestly, um, Every, even even with everything that was going on, everything at the Hyatt was still running very smoothly. Oh yeah, yeah. No we, seizures at the at the elevators anymore. Either. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, that funny. was. Uh, I, I don't even think. I, I think there was only one one time I actually waited in the line to use an elevator uh, at the Hyatt, and that was on Saturday night. I think there was like three times for me, mm-hmm. um, but it's. It was never a serious wait. Yeah. Not like before, where it's like, okay, I'm over by the, you know, network room waiting to get into the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. I was, it was pretty fun. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, yeah, but definitely staying at the Hyatt to make sure to get a balcony. Yeah, from now <laughs> on. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, other than that, I mean, big, big props to Square Egg Entertainment. Mm-hmm. for making this year run as, as smooth as possible for everything that happened. Yeah. And and I know for a fact that they, they tried a few things new, which, of course, we kind of expected was the security mm-hmm. issues and things like that. But you remember I mentioned that uh, 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 press thing with the, with the celebrities. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it was phenomenal being in the same room that close to the celebrities. But here's a kicker. Never ever put your room for the ev- interviews that's in a big open area with just these little flimsy walls, curtains. Cu- walled curtains around, and a virtually echoing podcaster right outside it. Yeah. <laughs> Physically, 
we could hear him over the celebrities that were sitting feet from us. Yeah. And it was a really bad choice. Now, I, I'm not downing the, the podcast group. Um, and I know you know who they are because I believe um, you picked up one of their cards and they sent you an email. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, pretty They're much. They're like, intercepted. <laughs> oh, no. It, it, yeah. it, it's one of, those, uh, one of those podcast networks. Right. That uh, they, they, they like to, you know, talk to, talk to people and right. try mm-hmm. to bring in, bring in new shows. I've never heard of that before. No. Oh. We don't know anybody that does that. Star Worldwide Network. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was one of my big downsides because, that you know, I, uh, that probably wasn't very well thought out at the time. Um, I, I do like the fact that they almost immediately announced that the prices will be reduced mm-hmm. for next year. So p- going to a pass, getting a pass, going to any of uh, the convention on any of the days or even for the entire weekend you, is you cheap. Can, you can buy a pass for 2019 Phoenix Comic or Phoenix Fan Fusion. Got it. Which we'll talk about that here in a second. Yeah. Um, you can go ahead and buy those right now. Yeah, I noticed. I'm like, holy cow. That's awesome. I've <laughs> never heard of a convention doing sales a year ahead of ahead of time. I think San Diego does. And I never really I never really thought about it yeah. until this until Phoenix did it, but I going, "Wow, wait. I think San Diego does do that." <laughs> I mean, may, maybe they do, but honestly, the, the this this is the first that I've heard of it personally. Hmm. So, <laughs> I, I I do I do like that they're doing that. It actually because um, a lot well, of the gets money in their pocket yeah, right away. Gets money and, in their and, pocket, and, right and away. that's good business sense. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and the big thing too is they're coming off of hey, did you enjoy this show? Well, guess what? You can buy a ticket for next year for cheaper than what you paid this year. Absolutely. And you saw they put out that nice little comparison chart mm-hmm. to all the other cons, and we're way lower than yeah. some of the other cons. Yeah. And and, I, and I, we're not even talking ace. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think I saw one at uh, somebody uh, one of the people at Square Egg actually posted uh, 2019 at 2017 prices, right, right? Which is great. Which I mean, uh, e- even a price reduction like that from one year to the next, I don't think any other convention, like big convention, has actually done that. No, I don't think so either. No, uh, and to be honest, as I said. Uh, Phoenix has always grown not just in numbers but in experience mm-hmm. and knowledge. Yeah. Um, and I, I I have to say I give them massive kudos. Um, they've been brilliant mm-hmm. uh, in how they've reacted. Uh, you know when the the San Diego uh, uh, Utah uh, Salt Lake City con lawsuit mm-hmm. uh, f- came out with a verdict. They were smart. They changed yeah. their name. Let's get ahead of this, and you know, and so we don't have to worry about it. Yeah, and and of course they changed it to Phoenix Comic, Comic Fest, Fest. <laughs> which even now, after even being at the show, it, there's a little bit of a difficulty speaking. Yes, it doesn't it. roll. <laughs> it does not roll off the tongue. Um, so at that press conference on Sunday morning, right after the incident, and again we'll talk about the incident here in a bit. Dum, uh, dum, dum. It was announced that. Phoenix Comic Fest, formerly Phoenix Comic Con, 
next year will be known as Phoenix Fan Fusion. Now, they've already changed a lot of their stuff, so it they've, is. It yeah, it is. it's official. It is it official. Is Phoenix, Phoenix Fan, Fan Fusion. Fusion which does roll. Which does roll, and a lot of people are wondering why this name changed. Why, why do this? I personally, I think it's the roll. <laughs> oh, it, yeah, it, it's great. I mean, number one, it's not just a Comic-Con anymore. That it's it's a full out fiesta. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> fiesta I mean, party outside. I mean, I mean, really, it is. It's not just about the comics anymore. It's about television, movies, uh, books, artistry, all these different type of things coming into one. So you have a fusion, absolutely, of all this. So fan fusion. Now, also, Square Entertainment also heads up a convention in Las Vegas, mm, and. No. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, wh- what's the other one? Minnesota? Minnesota, yeah. Minnesota. And the name for both of those are Fan, Fan Fusion. Fusion. So a lot of people are harping on Square Egg saying, well, you know, this, you know, why this name change, blah, blah. They're so now they're right rhythm on all of them. Yeah, so now they know these three shows are run by the same company. Mm-hmm. So we got Phoenix Fan Fusion, Las Vegas Fan Fusion, and... Uh, Minnesota? Minnesota fan fusion, sorry. <laughs> I, almost, I almost said Minneapolis. <laughs> okay, that was but, different. Yeah. So I say big big props to Square Egg for this name change. Absolutely. It's definitely, it does roll off the tongue a mm-hmm. lot easier. And it reflects what the convention is actually about now. It's growth now. Yeah. I, I, because, uh, because now that they've got the rhythm of the name, it's just going to give so much more uh, expansion route. Mm-hmm. And, and speaking of the expansion, now I haven't tested this. Uh, well, I did try to test it and it didn't work for me. But someone said, take a major name, major city's name, mm-hmm. and type in Fan Fusion behind it. I haven't tested that yet here. So. Now, from my understanding, now I, I, touched, I typed in, I don't know, some mm-hmm. smaller city, and evidently it didn't work for me because they didn't do L. But basically, someone said that you type in a city and fan fusion behind it, it will send you to Square Egg. To Square Egg's <laughs> website, yeah. This website. So, I mean, I mean that's brilliant if that's mm-hmm. the case. Um, uh, but as I said, I, I physically have not tested it right. where it officially went that way. But uh, I'm, I'm ecstatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I tried to let uh, Kristen and them know, but I think they were so busy, they just yeah. couldn't accept, uh, they didn't understand or get my right. email or whatever. I fell through the cracks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but with this name change, there's also another big controversy. And the fact that, and th- this was actually announced uh, not too soon after uh, Phoenix Comic Fest was over. Now, usually during the fall winter months out here in Arizona oh yeah we used to have Phoenix Fan Fest which was for for lack of a better term and what what everybody called it Phoenix Comic Con Light right it was smaller it was a little bit more um a little bit more intimate correct well with this change and everything that's been happening they decided that Phoenix Fan Fest is not going to happen anymore. Yeah. I mean, they may still be inspired to continue it, because, but uh, as of right now, yeah, yeah. it's canceled. Gone. Yeah. So for, those, la vista. so for those of you that want to actually come out during the uh, Arizona's winter months and wear a awesome cosplay that will keep you bundled up nice and warm, yeah, not happening this year. 
not not at least not at least from something from Square Egg yet. And and uh, to be honest, I was a little bit depressed about that too. Yeah, I'm I'm sitting there going, one less con that I can go to and yeah. support. And and there there was there was a lot of friends that I have that um that I met up with this year from other states mm-hmm. that were like, yeah, we can't wait to come back for uh for Fan Fest. You know, we were actually starting to make plans, and th- like a bucket. Then we we got that announcement. We're like, well, um, Sabotin is still at the end of August. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, but it's still warm. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm almost still gonna be regretting wearing a mask. <laughs> I'm still Stand. gonna, I'm still gonna do it. But Stand near the air. The good thing is, you never really have to go outside during this convention. <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> so, all right, I entered the building Friday. I am not leaving until Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the, I mean, the only real reason to leave would be to go across the street to the uh, Arizona Center and get something to eat. Yeah, I suppose that's true. And well, it's still, some things are still in walking. Everything's yeah. still in walking distance. Oh, yeah. Still. Well, I mean, I know because um, cause with uh, one of the photographers that uh, they, they do a big uh, group uh, photo shoots, group yeah. photo shoots uh, they actually use the Arizona Center across the street because oh, yeah. there's a really nice fountain there and right. a nice area, um, which I do have to say, a big shout out, no, no sponsor or anything like that, but SIF uh, Photography, S-I-F, um, they did a great, uh, great job with the Overwatch uh, group mm. that I was a part of, cool. uh, taking photos and all that. So just, just a big shout out. I know that they, uh, I actually know that they listen. All right, so. Sif, you owe us one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll collect. Oh, sorry. No, no. <laughs> if, if, if anything, if you guys want to, you know, do a photo shoot, let me know. Oh yeah, we we really do, well. We still need to do some eight by tens for our uh, for our Patreon because I need yeah. to get something together on that. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll figure something. I, out. I handed out mm, probably maybe five of the bookmarks that I physically was going to go, so I still have some of those too. Well, he, well, he, well, that that's perfectly fine because now we can give those out for uh, Patreon subscribers. Yeah, well, that's actually where they're going to yeah. go anyway. So, <laughs> so but so a li- little bit of a segue there. If you guys uh, definitely want to help support us. Uh, we realized how expensive going to these conventions are. <laughs> we do have a Patreon page, yes. and uh, we, you know, we would love the help and support. Of course, we want to give something back to you guys. Um, we have some things in the works as yes. well, um, but there's also a couple things that I wanted to run by you here pretty soon. Sure. Um, but eh, wh- wh- why don't we talk about it quick, real quick? Quick, quick, quick. Okay. So uh, as so, I know no. that. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> Well, no, I, I, I was going to say, um, you, you, you've been talking to me about uh, bringing back Blu-ray Rewind. Yes. I think that would be great. Uh, and I was thinking about, I don't know, maybe doing some Patreon-exclusive stuff with Blu-ray. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. So if you guys wanna, want a exclusive podcast... Exclusive mini we're podcast. We're going to have to find some place to put it. <laughs> I guess we could put it on on SoundCloud with the rest of our stuff. No, because if it's exclusive, we'd have to lock oh, out people. N- well, no, well, here, here's the thing. With Patreon, and I actually know this, I've actually researched this. With Patreon, you can actually uh, upload content to Patreon ah. that they can listen to from Patreon hmm. exclusively. Exclusively. Yes. We'll have to try that. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah, good. Yeah, it's ju- just just an idea to throw out there. That's another step in the right direction. Oh, uh, yeah. The eight by tens are stuff definitely something I want to start pushing. Um, I am going to be talking to Jerry about a uh, uh, a new uh, T-shirt. We're going to mm-hmm. probably do them on black and have them blended nicely. So 
I like that idea. Uh, and, yeah, well, to be honest, because I would be, if I had a place to wear my T-shirts constantly and say who I am and stuff like that, yeah, I'd be wearing them mm-hmm. everywhere. <laughs> yeah, especially if you get ones with nice nice fabric. Do I, I mean, seriously, um, I, I, I love uh, Mountaineer, mm-hmm. uh, the T-shirts, but they don't do it. Uh, they don't produce the T-shirts for outside content. Yeah. And I'm just like, son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a whore, God damn it. Oh, by the way, I do swear. <laughs> Occasionally. It's true. Maybe. A little. <laughs> just a little. Um, but, I mean, you know, it, it's something we can still look into. We're working on it. We're but it, on it. it's, it's once again going to probably riding in that tandem of the coordination of Twitch and uh, uh, Patreon and sponsorships. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple bases that I'm working on trying to get into uh, sponsorships, um, but we really need to nail down the specifics that what they're paying for, how much, and what they're getting. Yeah. So, and uh, you know, if you guys have any ideas with uh, sponsorships, anybody you want to throw our way, or if you guys want to sponsor us, yes. let us know. If you're a business, um, definitely reach yeah. out to us. Uh, because um, you know we are depending on what level of sponsorship we're going to have set in place the max level uh, sponsorship. Basically, my goal is to put a uh, logo on the back of the t-shirts mm-hmm. uh, and hopefully something on a uh, banner so that we can start doing uh, street uh, festivals too. Yeah. So second Friday, first Friday, stuff like that. Yeah. So I, um, I'm going to probably be buying a street tent. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but I, I want to see if I can get it painted with the bricks from our logo. <laughs> that might be a little bit more expensive, but... Well, that's why I'm going to see if I can find someone that can paint it instead of having it uh, yeah. uh, done. <laughs> so, um, did you did you run into any uh, interesting panels when you were at Comic Fest? Oddly enough, I spent so much time running around uh, and chasing down the celebrities and the press things because that when I got that press uh, invite... Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't expecting a, um, I was going down the list and checking it down, going, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll check on this, 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 and this, not expecting that I was going to get approved for all of them. Yeah. So I spent practically all Saturday sitting in this panel room. So I didn't get out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't get out much. <laughs> uh, and when I did, it was just pretty much running across the, the way over into the, the uh, Hall of Heroes. Right. Um, intercepting with our friend Tracy Coco, which uh, I'm gonna announce that I made a big, big boo boo. Uh oh. I finally got our interview with Tracy mm-hmm. and recorded over another interview that is overlaid. Uh oh. So I'm I'm working on a finagle. I bet I I've been told that there's a technique that you can get to where you can separate them. Okay. Uh, so I'm working on it. So if Tracy, if you're listening, oops, sorry. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I, I was very upset. Ooh. Um, and uh, because I, there was an interview or two in that press one, right? Where I did the same thing. Um, and it was where I was clicking to try to put the the record on mm-hmm. to the mic and get it up on the table before they started talking. And I evidently hit the overdubbing. Remember when he clipped oh, down yeah, and he over yeah. and that's what happened. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, big time. 
So out of the, the, all the, the interviews that I did, I only got two because I evidently didn't hit that button. <laughs> but and anyway, um, no, uh, panels. <laughs> I was about to say, did I remember what he said? Actually, I did uh, when I first got there. Um, uh, my friend uh, James Owen, who was at our very, very, very first podcast two years ago. Two years. Jeez. Two years ago. It's a long time. Uh, um, he had a panel called Dragons. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> what if what have thought? Yeah, J- <laughs> James Owen with Dragons. Dragons, yeah. Oh. Um, and he was also there with Sam Skykes. Um, I okay, I massacre names, so anyone who knows me, that I'll do that. Um, the young gentleman that did <laughs> Aragon. Okay. Uh, Christopher. Uh, Pel- I'm gonna say Pellini, but that sounds like food. Uh, <laughs> I, I I almost said Pellegrino, but that's okay. the drink. I don't remember a GG in the name, yeah. so I don't think that. I do apologize if he's listening. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, and then um, San Sanson, another gentleman. I he's semi-local. He comes to the convention quite often, but I can't remember his name off the top. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was a blast. Okay, yeah. so I got plenty of pictures. And I'm sitting there, and I'm just taking pictures, and I'm taking pictures, and I'm taking pictures. My wife's sitting beside me, and my phone vibrates. Mm. I'm like, oh, okay. So, I, you know, I got a second. I'll take a quick look. I'm getting, oh, I got a text message. Who's, who's sending me a text message? Everybody knows I'm at the con right now, so I'm not, like, do not disturb. Don't tell me. <laughs> and it's James sending me a text from the table. <laughs> yeah. The panel, he says, get plenty of pictures. I'm like sweet (laughs) okay James I'm on it (laughs) so I thought it was hysterical nice Um, yeah I I only went to I think three uh, panels this year Wow. And, and see, yeah. that's kind of weird, you know, because I'm sitting there going, that's an interesting coincidence. I mean, now I know from mine because, as I said, the press stuff mm-hmm. kind of took over. Um, I wasn't expecting it. And it is making me consider the fact that we might need to add that person that I originally talked yeah. about. Having the additional coverage would be great um, for things like that because you do the cosplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do the social networking and the networking stuff, trying to get our new new uh, new guests and stuff. And I have a nice list of guests that we're going to be yep. getting soon. So I haven't been announcing them, um, but I haven't finalized them either. So yeah. <laughs> that's why I haven't announced them. But on that same note, Saboten mm-hmm. is going to be a very, very good interview convention for yes. us. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, for, for a lot of you guys that know and have listened, uh, I personally am a big fan of the Overwatch game. No. Yeah. <laughs> so much so that we've actually interviewed four voice actors from Overwatch. You know, the funny thing about that is uh, one of the girls on Twitch that I watch, mm-hmm. she also plays Overwatch. And she goes, so she, because of the fact that uh, she knows that I'm an ARC fan, and she's like, I know you're not here to watch Overwatch, but I love your support. I'm glad you're there going. <laughs> I says, Rose, the thing is, when I'm watching Overwatch, I don't see a game. I'm just going, yep, we know him. <laughs> we know him. <laughs> We've interviewed them. We've interviewed them. And that is expanding. Yes. Yeah. It is so seriously expanding. We have people like Game On mm-hmm. that are part of the Overwatch, and uh, we have people at Saboten. Yep. That are part of the Overwatch. Th- this year is going to be a big year for Overwatch. Yeah. 
and they they just barely, they're celebrating their second year, right? And they're they're going everywhere. They are. So uh, so for Game On, uh, there is the voice actor who plays um, oh, why can't I remember uh, Lucio? Yes, J- John. Now 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 no. we're gonna have to look it up really quick. I, I actually did reach out to him, by the way. Yep. <laughs> so I reached out to him. I have not heard back yet. Yeah, and and the you know. The, these two cons, I mean, they're going to be, I won't say small enough, but a... a it is intimate. Yeah, in, intimate enough where we can actually go up and just say, hey, uh, you got a minute? <laughs> or, yeah, but see, that's the thing. Sabotin, yeah, I, I always seem to go a little overboard when I make these plans and stuff. Mm-hmm. My goal is that we podcast from the room. Yeah, never heard of again, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For all of those interviews. Oh, yeah. So four, possibly five mm-hmm. so, podcasts. So at Overwatch, uh, Johnny Cruz, the voice yes. of Lucio. Yes. Uh, he's going to be there for uh, for sure. Uh, well, uh, as long as there's no last-minute cancellations. Yeah, which is always a possibility when Wh- it comes which to Which is always a mm-hmm. com- po- uh, possibility. Yes. And then uh, coming back uh, this year to Sabotin, Josh Petersdorf, a.k.a. Roadhog. Roadhog. The One Man Apocalypse, <laughs> yes. uh, which uh, is uh, inspiration for one of my cosplays. Uh, he's going to be back, but also coming with him is going to be the voice for uh, Junkrat, which is uh, Chris, Chris. Yeah, Chris. Uh, Chris Parson, who's already approved and agreed to do an interview with us. <laughs> nice, Ching. which is awesome because he was actually the the first character that I played when I when I played the, when I bought the game. Right. Because he reminded me of the Joker. <laughs> cool, cool. And then, uh, if I remember correctly, um, is it? Uh, no, not 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 Genji. Hanzo, Paul. Hanzo, yes. Yeah, Paul N- N- Nakuchi. Yeah. Oh, N- well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know me N- with names. N- I'm massacre either way. Uh, but Kuchi, the vo- Kuchi. But <laughs> but the voice of Hanzo. Uh, will be also at Sabaton. And I've reached out to him, too, but I have not heard back. Nice. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, definitely definitely want to talk to them, especially because uh, I, well, I, I especially want to talk to uh, to Josh because I owe him uh, some mead. And, mead. Yeah. Yeah, and I've, I, oddly enough, there's a, an actor that's going to be at Game On Expo named mm-hmm. Greg, and I'll probably mask you the last name again. And even as simple as it is, Breck. B R Y K. That's probably not how it's pronounced because I'm presuming that he's Canadian, <laughs> and there may be French in there or something along that yeah. lines. But he's from the uh, the new. Uh, oh, why, why can't uh, well, remember. he's got uh, the father um, in the main antagonist in Far Cry Five. Far Cry Five, yeah, the new game. Uh, and he is also well, I know him mm-hmm. from uh, a Canadian show, uh, Werewolf. He's the leader of the pack. Um, called Bitten. Okay. And if you, and now I don't think it's on anymore, to be honest, because my wife even loved this show. So there was something that was in common on both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he was the leader of the pack in Bitten, and I loved his character. He was very laid back type thing, and he didn't have that leader of the pack charisma that you would expect. But he did have the leader of the pack protect the pack. Yeah. So he was laid back, but when you crossed him, oh, he came vicious. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, to be honest, if I get the opportunity to talk to him about that, uh, I uh, 
Oh yeah, totally. I, I will try to. Uh, the also the funny part is is when I started uh, social networking that he was going to be there and stuff. He liked the part. <laughs> he liked the tweeted and even responded. Nice. So I'm like, hmm, can I get an interview out of this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I, I think that'd be thinking. great. Yeah, that'd be thinking. great. <laughs> uh, and of course, there's going to be a lot of other people coming to both Game On and Sabotin. We will be at both. Yes. And so hopefully we can get some more interviews and. Get a lot of pictures. Definitely. I, I've actually, uh, <laughs> I've entered the costume contest at Game On Expo. Well, and if we can organize it, then I will try to get pictures of it. Yeah. You know, because you went balls at a wall with uh, doing the cosplay, but I never took a single picture of you in <laughs> any of your cosplay because we were never in the room that at the same true. time. That is true. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't, I, I don't even think I ran into you once the entire time we were there other than, other than being in the hotel. Yeah. And that's weird. I mean, how can you how can you be going? That's just all right. We're we're ready to go. We're gone, 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 and never run into your roommates <laughs> <laughs> at the convention. Yeah. All right. Um, so we are going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and Damn we're it. going to talk about uh, a little bit of what happened on. We've teased it Saturday. <laughs> so we will be right back. Clever Art Studios has 15 years of experience. With clients like NASA, the Arizona State Museum, Discovery Channel, Science Channel, and the National Geographic Television. She has skills in animation and illustration. You can find her at Facebook and LinkedIn. And she has her own website, www.cleverartstudio.com. Hey everybody, Ed Vanderly here, the host of 1980-something. Do you love the 80s? Did you live through the 80s? Do you miss the 80s? Every week we celebrate the decade of decadence right here on Star Worldwide Network with 1980-something. We take you back in time. We talk about music, movies, TV, fashion, the games, whatever comes to mind. So join me here each week on 1980-something on Star Worldwide Networks. That's the fact, Jeff! That's the fact, Jeff! You're listening to Star Worldwide Networks, where you can host your own radio show. If you're looking for a way to get out your message, welcome to the future. Dave Pratt's Star Worldwide Networks offers you the opportunity to use our state-of-the-art studio to create your very own radio show. Our experienced and helpful production staff will help you every step of the way. Our free mobile app allows your listeners to take your show with them and play it live or on demand. Even if you're not in Arizona, we've got you covered with Skype technology so you can broadcast from anywhere in the world. Whether you're in it to grow your business, make a statement, deliver a message, or just have fun hosting your own show, Star Worldwide Networks can make it happen. Star Worldwide Networks, where you are the star. For more information, just visit us at StarWorldWideNetworks.com. All right, and we are back. Uh, so, as I hinted before, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what happened on Saturday night of Phoenix Con- uh, Comic Fest. You know, people were still saying someone pulled the alarm, and I, I actually, it's a I actually talked to somebody. Um, this has actually happened before at uh, a different location. So. I did notice something. Uh, okay, so for, for those of you that don't know, 
uh, a fire alarm was tripped around 7.30. Uh, yeah. Right around around 7.30, Saturday night, um, causing a full evacuation of both convention sites. Yeah, the uh, the west the west hall and the and the and the main north hall. Pretty much, yeah. Um, so uh, after I'd say it was probably about what two, three, almost four hours, uh, they decided to cancel everything that was going on for the night, mm-hmm. uh, which included several panels, yes. uh, the masquerade, which Correct. is the big costume contest. And uh, big some party, and the big party, which is the uh, the Blue Ribbon Army's uh, '80s rocket uh, dance party, right? Which was uh, uh, put on for kids need to read. Yeah, all all the proceeds and everything went to kids need to read for that. Mm-hmm. Um, this sparked huge backlash mm-hmm. up with uh, a bunch of people that you know they they rescheduled the masquerade for the next day. That yeah, was lucky. Which, which was lucky, which they were able to do. But not everybody that was going to be participating in the masquerade were able to make it back. And I'm presuming you're talking about the one person we know together. <laughs> no, no, several people. Well, I know. There, there, I know of at least one yeah. that made an elaborate costume, mm-hmm. got to wear it once, and it got damaged. Yeah. So got, got damaged in the evacuation, and I, I know I know a couple people that um, they had only purchased the one night, the one night, and they were gonna and they didn't get uh, a, pass. S- a, a pass for Sunday uh, because they they were scheduled to work and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this: good on Square Egg for issuing um, full day pass full, full day passes for for Sunday for anybody who was uh, put out on right. Saturday night. But that doesn't it it doesn't recoup a big loss for kids need to read. Correct. Uh, kids need to read basically had to, and this is a, a, a an event that's almost always sold out. Mm-hmm. So considering the fact that you pay twenty bucks per person, and there were a thousand spots. Yep. How much does that make? Because I really don't know. I can't <laughs> add. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it it was somewhere close 20 to grand. twenty grand. Yeah. So twenty grand just vaporizes out of kids in the reed's hands. I mean, it wasn't in their hands yet, mm-hmm. but it, it just vaporized. Yeah. Now, on a good note, I did see a post that they are redoing it at a park. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's not at a park. It's the park bar. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that here in a second. But um, I will say this. A lot of people who were issued a refund for this party, right, turned right around and donated it back. And to be honest, if it wasn't for the fact that I was so tight on cash, this thing, I was exactly going to do the same thing. Yeah. I, I basically told her, I don't want the refund. Mm-hmm. Just keep it. But evidently, um, somebody was along the lines of, um, refund all. Well, <laughs> it, yeah, be, because because it, it wasn't... It wasn't hers. To, it wasn't kidneys right. to read the refund. It was it was Square Egg. Correct. So they they just refunded everything. Everything. Um, tax included too. Yeah, tax included everything. <laughs> nice. um, but a lot of people and he, there was even posts about it on the Blue Ribbon Army. It's like, hey, once you guys get it back, go ahead and donate it. Donate right. it right back because it was for a good cause, and right. the majority of people did. 
Right. Which and, is awesome. And I even turned around and I told Denise while I was sitting outside with her that night. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there going, you know, this might sound a little bit macabre, but I'd be very interested to find out how many people refuse yeah. to take the refund or turn around and send it back. But now the way it was done, people going back and, and, and sponsoring it right away on their own, mm-hmm. there's no way to track that. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, the other big thing, too, there were three celebrities who heard about uh, about what happened. This is new to me. Mm-hmm. No. I didn't know that. You, you didn't know that? No, I didn't know this. Oh, uh, 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 Jason David Frank, Barbara Dunkelman, and uh, I can't remember who the third one is right off the top oh, of my head. Oh, Adeline. Yeah. Adeline, yeah. That's Adeline the reason King, yeah. why they were at the Kids Need to Read booth. They, okay. They, <laughs> they were at the Kids Need to Read booth. They heard about what happened. So on Sunday, all three of them went over and donated a large sum of money <sighs> to Kids Need to Read. That's fantastic. Because what I did know is mm-hmm. the Phoenix Convention Center donated 5000 <laughs> And the Phoenix Convention Center also donated 5000 I suppose I could accept that number number down. I just said a donation. Yeah. But well, it, 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 was, it was a donation, which is great. And on top of that, the Blue Ribbon Army, because so many people missed out on an awesome evening of 80s spectacular music, yeah, another fashion. Yeah, I was pissed off about. <laughs> Eight, I love 80s music. 80s mm-hmm. music, 80s fashion, and getting together with a bunch of friends and helping out a good cause. Right. Blue Ribbon Army has decided, well, we're still going to put on the party. It's going to be someplace else. It's going to be at the park, which uh, is a bar in downtown Phoenix. And it's, as far as I know, there's no cover to get in. Uh, well, it's a $20 donation. But so it's a $20, $20 donation to go ahead, and all these proceeds, again, will be going to Kids Need to Read. So That's phenomenal. It, it's it's phenomenal, and it's it, it's something that I know a lot of people who actually uh, who are actually coming back into town from different states just to come to this party. See, I, and to be honest, if it wasn't for the fact that it's a, been rescheduled, I would love to go, but I can't afford to take off any more time. It was a brilliant and awesome thing yeah. to do while I'm at the convention but I can't do it now. Yeah, but th- but this is also something that if you guys go ahead and go to uh, go to the Blue Ribbon Army Facebook page uh, and you look up at the events, you can actually look up Rockets Rad 80s Party 2.0. Yes. Uh, this party is going to be happening Friday, June 29th at 9 p.m. Uh, at the park, which is uh, 3 South 2nd Street, Number 114, Phoenix, Arizona, 85004. Of course, uh, all the proceeds are going again to uh, to help out kids need to read. It is a suggested $20 donation at the door. There's also going to be special food and drinks uh, that will be exclusive to this party. So make sure you guys come out, enjoy this fundraiser. Uh, if you guys want to come back out and, and spend some some great 80s tunes, 80s dances at this awesome bar. I've never been to it, but I've seen pictures. And it literally looks like an outdoor park inside. That sounds interesting. It is. <laughs> um, but definitely help out, help out, number one, of course, help out Kids Need to Read. But also help out Blue Ribbon Army and getting the, we, the, uh, the word out there so we can help out Kids Need to Read as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I love to share and share oh, yeah. and share. 
Um, Speaking of Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, so along with that, um, I know we we were talking about uh, everything that was shut down. Were were, were you... Now, I I know we weren't in the convention center when it happened. I was. You were in the convention center. Yes. I was was taking a break because I needed to get my high heels off. I I actually was in the <laughs> in that, a friend's right, panel, right. um, and I I had a friend that I was going to go and support his panel slash event uh, in the building. Uh, I went down there, basically t- sent him a text, "Hey, I'm here," you know, and then five minutes later the alarm goes off. Now, I thought the funny part in my case is Mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greendewalt is yeah. um, a body painter. Body painter. Yeah. He likes to pull up a can of spray paint and paint people's bodies. No, that's not really. <laughs> but uh, he paints people's bodies. Um, and he had seven lovely models, 100% nude, <laughs> on the stage being painted. Where, where, do they have pasties? Do they have... No. No, not <laughs> nothing. No. No pasties. No nothing. No nothing. And the alarm went off. Oh. I really, I, I mean, I, I had two questions. One, how uncomfortable is trying to get seven naked ladies out of the building? <laughs> um, and two, if he was going to reschedule. Because that's what he was more upset about. Because he, he had set up all this uh, event. And he even had a local recording artist. Oh, wow. That was going to be there. I think her name was Miss Crystal. Um, I think she was also a model of his early mm-hmm. in, the, in her, earlier in her career, and he'd done a lot of her face makeup for some of her music videos and stuff. So, um, And I was kind of excited to, to, to get an opportunity to meet her and take some pictures and stuff like that. But, yeah, damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I, when I did finally start texting him uh, and he was responding, he did say he was going to try to get it to reschedule um, somewhere else in a local um, establishment. Okay. Um, but uh, I will hopefully, when I see that report, get an opportunity to try to go there and, and uh, get more information. You know, but I was smart enough not to take my camera because <laughs> I just didn't think... I wasn't comfortable with just taking pictures of naked women. Um, yeah, I could see that. And a big guy came up and said to me, he goes, uh, not until they're entirely painted. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I would have been like, okay. <laughs> um, but, you know, yeah, anyway... Um, so yeah, that was the only real event because this was a roughly two hours before the, the kids need to read. Mm-hmm. Um, Carol was resting, trying to get rested up for the party. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go, I, you know, Mark's things going on. So I'm going to run down there real quick and, uh, try to, co- you know, cover it a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, just didn't go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, funny. Another story that I didn't, I don't think I even got the chance to tell you this one either. While sitting outside mm-hmm. uh, talking to uh, Denise, um, one of the, uh, a friend of Denise's that was there is actually a friend of uh, Joe, uh, sorry, I can't remember his last name, Beaudry. Um He's actually the program director for the con. Mm-hmm. Um, he, she comes down from Spokane, Washington for this. Oh, wow. So it was kind of cool. And I have family in Spokane, the Washington area, so we had conversation material. Um, while we were sitting there, we're si- we just built, um, like, uh, you know, the concrete blockers right, that, that yeah. block off the streets. We were just sitting on a couple of those, uh, chatting away. And um, the security was right there in the area and things like that. And then um, 
I guess it was the changing of the guard for the security guys. So a new guy comes over and he sets his stuff down on a, a, another concrete block uh, and he's just kind of walks about five or ten feet away uh, checking out the, the entrance mm -hmm. that was in the area. Um, and these guys that were just kind of walking around the street come up and, um, you know, basically says, is this your stuff? I'm like, no, we're over here. That's not our stuff. And he picks up one of the radios <laughs> and keeps walking. And I, because I originally thought he was part of the cruise. Mm -hmm. And then I'm mean, just like, that just looked weird because he went in a different direction out outside of the convention area around a, a fence. And I'm like, crap. So I walked over to the guy and I says, you know, I didn't notice this right away and I didn't think it, but I think those three guys just stole your radio. <laughs> <laughs> And I felt so bad for him because he was a little, and I'm not saying he, he was unathletic, but he was a little heavy set. So he went kind of walking briskly uh. <laughs> after the three gentlemen. And yeah, so his radio got stolen. Oh, that <laughs> sucks. Like, that would be so annoying trying to explain to your boss. Boss, I just got on shift and someone stole my radio. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, yeah, bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, so, so. In so because you were you were actually inside the convention center uh, when the evacuation happened. How how did that did, did it go smoothly? What, what would you say? Well, no one stampled trampled anybody to mm -hmm. get out. Um, most people were uh, deer in the headlights for the first you know thirty seconds. Right. Just like, or it could have been. Yeah, I remember a couple of years ago. It'll pass mm -hmm. <laughs> when. You know, people started saying, all right, everyone out of the building, everyone right. out of the building. You know, we saw like, ah, oh, crap. Okay, let's go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I, I actually, I talked to somebody who they 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 know about fire alarms, and especially in, in big buildings like that, especially convention centers. Right. Um, they have a lot of different types of sensors that will detect if there's a fire, that detects the heat, it detects smoke. Right. Well, living in Arizona... It always detects the heat. <laughs> it always detects the heat. But one of the big things we get is dust. Mm -hmm. Lots of dust. Particulates. Particulates. Well, I noticed something that they did on Saturday that they didn't do any of the other days. So uh, staying at the Hyatt, we always went through the uh, the West uh, Convention, Correct. The, the West Center, before getting into the main hall. Mm -hmm. Just before, or pretty much, the, there's these big doors that can be opened up completely. Oh, yeah. That's, you remember that? That blew my mind. Blew I my looked, mind, too. My wife was like, this is, this is weird. This is awkward. Isn't, I, I remember you, know, you having to hold the door open for me because the wind would catch it. It would mm -hmm. be really kind of hard. Why is that not an issue? And I go, tap, 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 point up. And she's like, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> so they had these big doors completely open not just one set but two sets right being that those two were open and how much traffic is going in and out i it, and my, my friend figured this there was a lot of dust being brought in through there could be yeah. a lot of that dust probably got into a sensor and just open by that point in the night it just blocked it off enough to where it thought that it was smoke that could be. There, there's a possibility. That could be. It's a good theory. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, the air current flowing from these things, it, it felt almost like a, 
have you ever seen the the restaurant fly pushers? Oh yeah, yeah. And, and that's what I call them is because they every time you open up the door, there's this the huge big fan wind that blows down. Not just a, fa- a fan; it looks like an air conditioner. It's just kind of whoosh. Yeah, straight straight you know, down in front just of the to door. Keep the the flies and stuff out. That's kind of what it, what it was like. I mean, even with the door wide open mm-hmm. uh, as it was, when you made uh, within five feet of crossing that barrier, there was a physical 10, 15, 20 degree difference. Yeah. So they had those air conditioners pushing down hard. So I would have to say there is a, poten- there is a potential chance. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of the design of the building and the way that you know that this is something they can do, mm-hmm. you would have figured that they would have figured that into when they designed Maybe. the building. <laughs> Maybe. But, I mean... It, it's th- not like it was a haboob. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, there's there's only a couple people who know exactly what happened. True. Um, I just hope that they fix it because this is... Two times. Two. Well, last, the one time it was actually pulled. Yeah. So there's no way that could have gone around that. Yeah. So. There, there was one that was actually pulled, but there's been a couple of times where it was just a faulty sensor, faulty alarm, something happening. Um, so I just hope that they get it, they get it fixed, and hopefully next year we won't have a repeat. Yeah. But the problem with that is, is that events like that, um, an occasion like that. Mm-hmm. Um, spurs people that are in the pest category. Yeah. That next year some I, I would almost guarantee next year someone's going to pull it. Mm-hmm. Because they got a reminder this year. Yeah. This is how annoying this is to Congoers. <laughs> well and, and speak speaking of pests, and I, I don't I don't want to th- th- this is something that's already happened. It's past, but it's just something that I have to bring up because Number one, being a, being a heavy set cosplayer myself, mm-hmm. this really pissed me off. Now, this is nothing that actually happened to me, but okay. this is something that happened at the convention this year that has happened in the past at other conventions okay. with this specific YouTuber. I'm not going to say who it is because that just brings to light his channel. But there was these uh, these couple of guys who went to phoenix comic fest mm-hmm. uh took a camera and they were essentially bad mouthing every cosplayer every cosplay um to the point where some of the stuff they were saying was just completely hurtful ridiculous and downright asinine well, there are rules in the con Someone like that should have been reported, and they should have been booted right out of there. I completely agree. Um, but the fact that they were able to make a 15, or at least a 15-minute video uh, of them just bad-mouthing not just cosplayers, but also con employees. Really? Yep. Um, let, let me just say this. To everybody listening, when you go to conventions and you see cosplayers that don't look the part or or at least in your mindset shut up right shut up cons are the the time and the place for people to be anything Mm. they want you have no idea how long they've worked on those cosplays Mm -hmm. you have no idea what they've gone through you have no idea if they have the social anxieties right to 
prevent them from doing that, and this is their first step out of the box. Could be. Uh, and we know people that have those kind of issues. Exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, this, is, this is the time where people should be able to do anything they want, be anything they want. And have fun with it. Yeah. I mean, I, now, on the other hand, I am somebody going... Maybe that person shouldn't have done that convention, but I'm not going to express it to them. Yeah. Because it's not my, it's none of my business. And if it makes that person feel that much better mm-hmm. to do that, then kudos. Yeah. You know, balls to the wall. Let the let them person be free. Let them do what they want. Exactly. The the whole idea of going in and cosplaying nowadays. You know, before, and, and I, I think it has kind of slowed down a little bit, is before you would get hackled for not being accurate mm-hmm. with your cosplay. Yeah. But now it's not the accurate part. Now it's the cross-pollination, mm-hmm. in my word, of having different characters. Um, one of the characters that I did take a picture of was a Power Ranger Deadpool. <laughs> yep, I saw that one. Uh, and... Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ingenious thought. Yeah. <laughs> great, great opportunity to take the two and combine them into one. Your mm-hmm. character. Yep. Um, My black cat Lolita Roadhog. Correct. <laughs> is an opportunity for someone to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have another friend of mine who is an Arizona brown coat. Uh, and he's back back east i believe he was at the like a baltimore convention or something a couple of weeks back and he went as kaylee from firefly mm-hmm. so the outfit was a colorful shirt the uh overalls with the patches and stuff like that parasol and he had what hair he had on his head <laughs> back in two little about an inch long ponytails okay this is also a gentleman with a beard Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay and he did it great and i give him kudos for doing that because i would go i would look ridiculous (laughs) doing something like that and i would never do something like that hell i don't even cosplay standard which really kind of bugs me Mm -hmm. but i am working on it i eventually will (laughs) do it (laughs) but i mean yeah Uh, and and for those of you that have that have seen the video know what i'm talking about just just do me a favor for anybody who even has the the brilliant and I use that word facetiously idea to go to a convention and badmouth any cosplayer who spent their time and spent money to create something that they feel comfortable in don't be a dick these are people that should be exited period yes i they completely should be agree. reported they should be removed uh, they b- should be permanently banned from any Phoenix convention that anyone can coordinate. Mm-hmm. And, by the way, piss off an owner of a convention, mm-hmm. and chances are that shit will run down multiple hills. Well, and, <laughs> and, and, here, and here's the thing, and the, the, this is also the reason why I bring this up. That has happened. Right. With, uh, with, the incident, with this incident that, that did happen, um, Square Egg Entertainment has actually intervened. They talked to YouTube. They got the videos taken down. Great. And they the these specific guys, these YouTubers, do have a permanent ban from all Square Egg Entertainment conventions. Well, unless they travel the United States, that only means one now. <laughs> yeah. 
So, so sad. I'm still depressed. Yeah. <laughs> Going to be working on that one for a while. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, other than that, honestly, this convention, this, uh, this Comic Fest, honestly, very high marks, very high ratings in my book. Yep. Uh, and I'm going to get on a soapbox here for yeah, a minute. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I love Square Egg. Mm-hmm. I love the people with Square Egg. Give them massive kudos for all the changes that they've made and have progressed phenomenally through the entire thing. Please, Square Egg, let us go to Vegas Fan Fusion. <laughs> we really want to go. Yeah, I, I agree. Pretty, 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 please. My room's reserva- room reservations and all, we've already set. We just need your okay. I, I Yeah, I mean, that, that's something I, I would like, especially now with everything that has been implemented with Square Egg. Mm-hmm. I would like our first out-of-town convention to be with Square Egg. Yeah, I know. I mean, if if uh, if I thought that I had enough money and stuff to do in Minnesota, I'd want to go there, too. Oh, yeah. Totally. But there's no way in hell I can afford it. <laughs> yeah. I jokingly talk to him. I'm going, so any room for paid invitation to convention and they jokingly accepted going no we can't do that not for cosplayers i'm like uh, or uh podcasters i'm like damn it (laughs) damn it to hell (laughs) please do do you need any help with social media (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't think i I think i would be crossing the line that i don't think i could do that because i'd have to go um on behalf of square egg entertainment (laughs) Brought yeah. to you by Con Air Radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, we, we, we can always, uh, you know, there, there's some people we could probably talk to. I, I know, and I've been. <laughs> and I'm still waiting <laughs> for an answer. I know. I'm going to poke and prod tomorrow. I've got the whole day off, and I am going to poke and prod. So the young lady who knows who I'm talking about, and I'm not going to say your name. <laughs> <laughs> but it does start with K. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping. I mean, I, and I'm not saying that I want to, I'm, I'm not asking for them to pay for our way or anything like that. I said that jokingly, and she knew that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the opportunity to be invited and cover it yeah. for two reasons. One, our first official now, we were supposed to, last year, go out of town, mm-hmm. oddly enough, to Vegas, uh, <laughs> to do a convention we weren't able to do. Yeah. Now, the opportunity is there again. And I would love our first trip out of the state to cover a convention, be for Square A. Oh, yeah, definitely. But that being said... Poke. Poke, poke, poke. <laughs> poke. Uh, that being said, our time is actually coming up. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, of course, if you guys uh, do want to, go ahead and make sure you follow us on social medias. Uh, of course, we have our Facebook page. We have Twitter. We have Instagram. Um, uh, Tumblr. Tumblr. Uh, all that other uh, stuff. Yeah, pretty much on that. Also, mm-hmm. if you want to listen to us, you can listen to us on fucking everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything except for, which I am working on. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get us on Spotify. Nice. So I've been told that it is something that can be done. I've reached out to SoundCloud, and SoundCloud is working on it. Nice. <laughs> so excited about that. That'd be kind of cool. Oh, yeah, it would be. 
So um, yes, all of, uh, all of these platforms, which are SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, uh, Stitcher Radio, mm -hmm. uh, and our good friends at Star Worldwide Networks. Yep, yep. Uh, you can definitely catch us on all those. Please remember our Patreon page if you want to help us out in any way. Um, we can find Hag er, Jared <laughs> at, at Haggard Hagrid, uh, all on uh, Haggard Hagrid Cosplay on Facebook, uh, Twitter, just look up Haggard, Hag Haggard underscore Hagrid, uh, Instagram, Haggard Hagrid Cosplay. Um, yeah, that's pretty much pretty much it on there. And I take care of pretty much everything con air, so you can get in touch with me through anything <laughs> that says Con Air Radio. Um, and also, the opportunity in a couple of weeks, if you want to, uh, you can catch me on Twitch. Mm -hmm. um, we are still trying to find a way to get our show with a little bit better quality on Twitch where it's not breaking up. So, yes, we still need a landline. We're going to have to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, of course, uh, upcoming conventions that we have going on. We have nothing in July. Except, oh yeah, we do have Crit Hit in July. Crit, yeah, Crit yeah. Hit. Crit Hit's coming up in July. And I still have to talk to them. Um, I, I haven't nailed in our passes. I mean, mm -hmm. they said yes, but I haven't nailed it in. I didn't yeah. know, yes, we're going to do this. Yeah, we have um, Crit Hit in July. Um, August. August is Game On. And Maricopa, Maricopa Con, Con. Which are both the same weekend. But so no. once again, I'll be covering Maricopa one day. You'll be at Game On. And then I'll be at Marico uh, Game, Game On, on the next day. Next, yeah. So um, um, we'll be there. Yep. And then at the end of uh, end of August is Sableton. Sableton. The next big convention yes. for us, kind of. Uh, and when we say big is we're basically staying at the hotel. So we will be there rocking and rolling and partying and taking pictures and podcasting. <laughs> so if you guys want to grab some sake and come up to the room, oh, yeah. let us know. <laughs> I really would like vodka, though, instead. Vodka, orange juice. Th th this, this is not a, a Russian convention. Oh, come on. <laughs> fine. Okay, There's I'll, no I'll, Russians going to be at this convention? That's it. <laughs> all right, fine. I'll see if I can pull some vodka. Okay. All right. Uh, but, of course, from all of us here at Con Air Radio, we will see you, you at the con. con. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue for me and you. And I think to myself, Bullshit! What a wonderful world. Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed.